0: I want the world, yeah. I want the world, yeah. I want it all. Said, I want the world, yeah. I want the world. I'm coming to get it, don't care what you heard, don't care what you heard. I'm taking it all because I want the world, yeah. I want the world, yeah. I want the world. It's still the best in the game, best in the beast. About that time of year. What it is coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth Never gonna lie, never gonna lose Always on top, keeping it steady He'll make you tap out or you won't be ready He got the suplex breaking your back Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz
1: Alright, alright, we're here We are here, Taz Show Welcome everyone, welcome to the show I appreciate you downloading this episode Of the Taz Show As we sail into uh, 700 episodes going strong Thanks for down- downloading this episode Much appreciated And uh Gotta give a big thank you To everybody out there This is a Taz haul coming at you by the way It's gonna be a good Taz haul too But I wanna give a, a thank you to everybody out there Um There's been so many tweets Like and on Facebook and on Instagram My mentions as they say on Twitter About um AEW Doc that I did the color commentary With Excalibur And that dropped um This week on Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern uh, on the official YouTube page for AEW, which if you don't know, you just go youtube.com slash all elite wrestling. And every Tuesday they drop AEW doc, 7 p.m. Eastern. So uh, anyway, I want to thank everybody because I've gotten so many messages, like so much positive response. And a lot of you guys missed my commentary from years ago and like we're so happy um you hear me doing color and uh commentary and complimentary of my work and all that. I mean, it, there were so many that it was tough like to get to everybody. Um <laughs> so I apologize. I sincerely say sorry if I did not either reply to you. I'm I'm trying to reply to they they're still coming in. Um and it's been overwhelmingly so nice and so cool and you know I'm not trying to be corny I'm being honest um really just uh, I listen I I was confident in my work I was confident in Excalibur and myself as a team what we did in those three matches we called I I remember when we did it in Philadelphia. I felt it. I felt that it was the right sound. I felt my uh, my timing, my inflix, inflection, everything was there. I've been doing this for a long time, so even though I haven't done it in five years or so, I um, and that's not me being cocky. I'm just not egotistical. I'm just saying, like I knew it, I knew you guys would like it. I was pretty confident in that. I didn't know it'd be like this, so I just have to say thank you because it's really, really, really fucking cool. So you guys have really um made me feel great and i appreciate it i'm so glad that the bulk of you guys really enjoyed it and love it and obviously well it's like what's next what's next that's the obvious question um you know that and i you know i know there's gonna be a handful of those in this this taz hall so um you know it's yeah so uh the other thing too, i want to mention real quick here um about the taz show so you know here we are we're on the cusp before you know it'll be november of 2019 so it's yeah you know, as we know we're sailing towards the end of the year so for 2020 um the beginning of 2020 <clears throat> like right in january things are going to be different for and i don't mean this negatively i'm just i'm just like you know like i'm some things are going to be changing um I, you know i i mean i feel, i can i must feel like i could say whatever i want about this <sighs> i'm not sure if i want to say it now but um well, I'll put it to this way, it, not that it matters much for you, because if you like my content um, and you like what I provide, uh, for 2020, I'm, I will still be a content provider, Taz will still spitball wrestling, that's going to happen, okay, it just might not happen where I am. I, I my, I'm in a contract year, and I don't know if I want to stay where I am that's to be blunt. So there you go. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so that's kind of <clears throat> excuse me a news breaking type thing I guess in regards to my podcast. I um I don't think that um I don't think that I'm going to I'm I'm probably going to move on uh to a different um platform. But at that you know, just now you see this happen sometimes with podcasts that you guys like. Let me tell you. It doesn't really affect you, you know. Like if you like someone's show and then they change unless they change the format of their show what they're doing but uh, you know is that them as a podcast provider it, it don't ma- it doesn't matter like what company they're with or who their podcast is what you know so i've been with uh, cbs for several several years and in which then was purchased by a company called Entecom, a a big company based out of philly and uh coincidentally philly has nothing to do with my history but it's just they're from philly i don't even know these these big bosses i never met these people so i gotta be honest they're not really uh i haven't met them so let's just leave it at that then i don't need to meet them i'm good but the thing is i think i'm i'm gonna take my stuff elsewhere um so i'm gonna take my opinions my content my my attitude my disposition uh what uh Taz brings as someone who talks about professional wrestling. I'm going to bring that elsewhere in the beginning of 2020. So, um working on several things which I that I can't tell you, but I definitely am working on several things and um will it still be the Taz show? Um not sure. Not sure. I might I that might change. I might want to change that. It I'm not just about the title. It just I, again, I don't want to get too deep into the woods here. But um, I will continue to provide content. So don't worry about that. It just might be in a different way. So I just want to, you know, I try to always be as transparent with you guys as possible. Um, You know, business is business. And sometimes, you know, you can't get, I can't, you know, I can't say too much sometimes. You know what I mean? But I'm doing the best I can to kind of let you know some stuff. Uh, You know what I mean? So. So that's the deal. And again, I don't want anyone to be like, "Oh no, what the heck's going on? Oh my god, oh no, what's happening? Oh my god, what's happening? You know, it's, it's, there's nothing happening. It's all good. There's no, there's nothing negative. It's nothing like that at all. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So don't, don't sweat that. It's not, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not like that at all. So um, I'm trying to think of what else before I get into the Taz hole over here. Like, what else I'm trying to do? With, is there anything else I want to hit you? What I talked a little bit about AEW and make sure you watch AEW Dynamite. Uh, if you know it's live wednesday so make sure you check that out so watch it. it's gonna be a good show i know that much i've been watching what they're doing on social media uh from the steel city in pittsburgh so it should be a good 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 show um and that's the deal on that uh what else we got i'm trying to think here so we got the uh la 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 yeah i think that's it oh i wanted to uh let you know obviously you know um Every Sunday, you know, it's football season, right? It's the NFL season. And, you know, I've talked about this before. So every Sunday, make sure, watch your local CBS game live with CBS All Access. A really, really cool thing here, guys. Catch games at home or on the go across all your favorite devices. Uh, real simple process and just utilize my, um, my gimmick here. Go to cbs.com slash tazshow. That's CBS.com slash T-A-Z-S-H-O-W. And you're going to get a free one week trial of CBS All Access. And I've put all the CBS All Access before. It's um, um it's a really, really good gimmick. Um I mean, there's a plethora of programming on there. And if you're an NFL fan, uh to to be able to check out, you know, on your on your you know, favorite devices to check out, you know. Uh live CBS, uh, your local CBS live game is pretty pretty awesome. So go to CBS.com slash TAS show to get a free one-week trial of CBS all access. So make sure you guys do that. All right, so I think it might be that time. Uh that's what I'm hearing from my people. 3232123 and two, three, two, two, three. we go. Individuals, it is I, Bowami and welcome
0: to the Taz Hall. Let your voices be heard.
1: Uh, Yes. Okay. We had a little production poofah. Apologize for that. Apologize for that. Uh, We're back here. Don't sweat it. We're good. We're good. Every once in a while, there's a little production poofah, and that was one of them. But it's okay. Don't worry. That rarely happens. Back in the day, old school Taz show, it used to be. I almost feel like we should start the gimmick over, uh, the Taz hole open with Bowami because he likes to have his platform and his song done the right way. Three, two, one, two, three, three, two, one, go. Individuals, it is I, Bowami, and welcome to the Taz Hall. Let your voices be heard. All right, now we're locked and loaded. Okay, back to normal, as they say. Uh, we got uh, again. This is on my Instagram at Taz Talk T A Z T A L K Taz Hall and begin. Kyle underscore Shellhammer. Uh, what? are your thoughts on aew entrance music loved hearing survive if i let you again any general opinions on the company's entrance music i find some subpar and thoroughly enjoyed others uh hashtag verified task. well i can't sit here and be and tell you that i know every single aew entrance song right now i haven't paid that much attention to it, and they are st- such a new company when i was there in the arena in philadelphia you definitely can you get the full ambiance and the full audio of of this of a theme song. Uh, as far as mine goes, yeah, they custom made it, which was awesome, and I appreciate them doing that. Um, that's fresh voiceovers for me in there. What uh, they wanted me to say, I, you even Suplex Machine, survive if I let you. They wanted to do, do that, and um, they had a tremendous uh, uh, guitar riff in there. I mean, um, I, it, it didn't sound like anything else I've ever used in the past. And the beginning of the song, it goes, Path of Rage, you know, which is awesome. So um, I don't know if they are going to release this to the public. I can find out from AEW. I know I have a copy of it, but (laughs) uh, I'll, I'll pull the curtain back for you a little bit on it. So when... Yeah, I don't think they'll mind this Well, whatever. I, I don't, I'm don't. i not under contract today I'm a free agent, so I can kind of say what I want I guess, right? Fuck it um, So here's the deal <laughs> The initial of that song Sounded exactly the, my, the Taz AEW Path of Rage song It sounded exactly the way it sounds Except in the beginning of it When the guitar's hitting the drums And then you hear the guy go Path of Rage Originally There you go, a little groundbreaking for you here It said, War Machine. See, that's what it said. Now, I wasn't crazy about it, um, that part of it, and the folks from AEW understood that, well... Even though my music was called "Wall Machine by Kiss I wasn't War Machine Human Suplex Machine, yes So I was thinking of what had the same inflection Of the way that this singer You know, sang uh, War Machine And then I'm, I was thinking, I'm like, ah, I got it Path of Rage And I suggested that to AEW they, they loved it And then they made sure it was done right So I have to tell you uh, You know, I've dealt with WWE production music Back in the day TNA was pretty simple WWE was a little bit more of a struggle to deal with. TNA was was pretty simple. The the guy was great. Um, AEW, it was super easy. I mean, really, really. These guys were great, and these guys are very easy to deal with. So that I can tell you. Everything I've done with AEW and the little bit I've dealt with them has been fucking easy. It's been great. They've been awesome to deal with. They've treated me like gold when I was there. So and they're still behind the scenes, you know. In our conversations, it's going well. So, uh, all right, P underscore Lauria forty five. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, Taz. uh, Congrats on the AEW doc. I very much enjoyed it. Who would you consider a breakout star a year from now in AEW? That's a good question. I believe they have a lot of young talents who could make a very big, a very, very big name for themselves. And I completely agree with you, Paul. Um, there's no doubt they are they are loaded with young talent, and I love that about AEW. And being backstage and spending the day with a lot of these young cats, these guys and girls, it's infectious. They're really um, nice people, respectful young athletes, um, and focused. They're focused. They're locked in. It's just they're just they want to be there. They want to be the best. Every one of them. I mean, I'm not. It's not like. Bullshit I'm being honest like They're all um, just awesome I mean listen obviously Darby Allen uh, they're doing a lot with him And they should huge fan of this kid Huge fan of him I got a chance to talk with him a little bit When I when I when I met him you know in Philadelphia and um, I think he's a guy Paul that could be Uh, A massive star he's rapidly Becoming one I mean his promo Work is excellent they're booking Him perfectly uh, his Promo work and his work rate the Stuff he did with Jericho with his hands behind His back from an athletic perspective Guys it's fucking insane What this this young guy did I mean, really, just insane, and Chris Jericho worked with getting him over, and he got himself over, uh, he got Chris over, everything worked perfect with that whole scenario, so I'm a huge Darby Allin fan, I believe in that, um, private party to me, uh, they're getting a push, and they should, those, those two cats from Brooklyn are just just excellent. They they really really are. I mean, the guys that you are seeing get pushed are guys that that can, if not be breakout now, be breakout uh, down the road here soon enough. Jeez, um, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think. I see like the whole the whole thing for me with um with like Jurassic Express, you know, with Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt, and uh, obviously Luchasaurus, who's banged up with the hamstring right now. I am, uh, and I know Jericho was putting some stuff out after, um, I think it was after Dynamite last week And he was tweeting some stuff, I might have retweeted or favorite something And he was defending Marco's stunt and the whole size and how some people say things And I, I have to be honest with you, you know, it doesn't bother me one bit um, it, The way they're booking him, the way he works, what he does, I re- it doesn't bother me You know, it doesn't bother me at all You know, it doesn't bother me. Jungle Boy, uh, that whole thing with JR called him Jungle Boy, Jack Perry or Jack, Jack Perry, whatever he called Jungle Boy. I didn't think that was a big deal either. I got to be honest with you. I think some people get a little hypersensitive on things, but I do think that the whole Jurassic experience is definitely all three of those. Those people are excellent performers and athletes. So I'm I'm down with all of them, I think Orange Cassidy. Once we see more of him, is going to just be another guy break out. Um, uh, Ortiz Santana, awesome. Sammy Gravana, talking to this young guy, um, just looks like a star, acts like a star. And and not to graze over Santana and Ortiz, but I had a long talk with them. Uh, something in their match, and, I, and they asked me my opinion, and I just gave I just gave, them, I just gave them a, a little advice on something, and 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 they. Realized, oh, this is actually a good idea. Like what this person's saying, they were very receptive, and I um I really like them a lot. I'm a, I'm a fan of their work and everything, and I you know I I I'm a big fan of those guys. To be honest with you, though, I mean I'm giving you a lot of answers here, and and I'm missing several young people. But f- frankly, I do feel Scorpio Sky uh will be the as far as on the male roster. In a year from now, in my opinion And maybe I'll be wrong I think he'll be a huge star I really believe Scorpio Sky Will be a huge, huge star Um, I do Um, I do I, I really do I, I have to see more of the women's roster Get rolling I mean awesome kong is there as the veteran who is really helping a lot of these young ladies behind the scenes and she's great i'm a big fan of, of kong i love her personally professionally know her no got to know her in tna and i'm a big fan of hers um i do think she's excellent obviously Britt baker does an amazing job uh this young lady's a dentist legit dentist And she's really um, got an opportunity maybe to be a big, big star there. I mean, Rio is the AEW Women's Champion, World Champion, first one ever. Uh, Very talented young lady from Japan in the ring. Um, Leva Bates, I feel, is someone who, once she cranks up her intensity a little bit in the ring, her character's there, she stays in the zone. You guys remember when she was in WWE, or I think it was NXT, whatever it was, the blue pants and all that jazz? I'm just saying, I really feel that she's somebody that has a very, very bright future too. Uh, so many other ladies I like to see in action a little more. Penelope Ford, I know she's she's got to work on on. She, she's still like, I don't want to say green She's still got to get her sea legs under her But from a look perspective, I think she looks Like a massive star, like she could be a huge Huge star, uh, Nyla Rose also, yeah, they, they got A very impressive roster, it's not a huge roster But it's a very impressive roster So thanks for the question, Paul Muscles underscore Marinara underscore Sores, uh, okay Thoughts on bringing back the Tasmaniac To join the Jurassic Express Hashtag Jurassic Jones, hashtag WeOver That's tremendous, yeah that would work, but not gonna happen, not at my age. But um uh, <laughs> uh but could you ma oh shit, I just got an idea as you said that Muscle man. I'm kinda of hacking your idea. Could you imagine the Tasmaniac actually managing the Jurassic Express? Now that's money. And actually the Jurassic Express, it, they're gonna be my special guest at Starcast uh in Baltimore. So and the Jurassic and a live Taz show we're doing so that's gonna happen and so maybe right there i could pitch the idea to luchasaurus and jungle boy and uh and marco stunt jones yeah i could say hey 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 yo what about the tasmaniac man you guys i'll bust out the old gimmick and we'll get rolling you know and they might be like a uh, Tasman good um yeah so that'll be in baltimore uh it's november 7th 8th 9th 10th i believe is starcast so make sure you uh make sure you check it out. Go to uh, Stockists dot com. They have all sorts of stuff going on there. Conrad doing a great job with that. A lot of a lot of big stars there that are going to be there. Obviously Sting's going to be there with the paint, the red, white, and blue. And Ron Simmons is going to be there. It's a lot of an old school NWA NWA feel. Uh, the Great Buddha is going to be there uh, I'll do a live Taz show Just go to Starkist.com, Free Plug Jones and check it out There's a plethora, there's the, the Bucks There's Cody, a plethora of AEW talent That's going to be there So uh, at Starkist, you're going to get the whole gamut Because it's piggybacked right into The weekend of full gear, AEW's full gear Right there in Crab Town there at Crab, Crab City in Baltimore So check it out, but yeah, Tasmaniac Managing Jurassic Express, I feel that could work Muscles Marinara Sauce, okay what else we got here? Um, <laughs> Poke Dizzle Ms. Nizzle. Ooh, Connie Jones. Okay. What would you say is your proudest wrestling ac- accomplishment of all time? Oh, wow. Mm. Well, without a fa- shadow of a doubt, I would say is becoming a world champion, ECW world champion uh in wrestling down there in Florida, wrestling uh wrestling uh against the franchise Shane Douglas, I would probably say is my Proudest moment. So that was my most proudest. Yeah, definitely proudest. Becoming a world champion, um, heavyweight world champion was, was such a huge thing to me. And the first time I did it there against Shane and 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 love Shane for the match and everything we did. And um, yeah, and the, and the audience that was there. It was it was awesome. So that was probably my proudest moment. Sean Dot Noonan seventy five. Why do wrestlers tape their wrists? Wow, it's a good question. Um, and, and then. Okay, then we have Tionoto answering. Okay, I guess Tianoto hes doing a Tionoto tazzle. He said wrestlers wear tape to either protect an injury slash prevent it, look cool, or hide the blade. Oh wow, wow! Look at this guy. This guy's fancy fucking Jones. Ah, look at this guy. This guy is wow. Is this guy a bump taker? What do we got here with this guy? No bump Jones got zero followers. Right. Ah, yeah, he's he's right on several. The blade thing—that's not true. <laughs> I mean, some guys do, but that's that's that part's not true. Um, yeah, no, that's not true. I'm not going to tell you where guys hide their blades, but it's not. Oh, it, it, fucking fans think, and they know everything about this shit, and they just don't. It's stick your internet up your ass. Okay, they'll be blunt. Uh, the main reason is, um, uh, Sean, is for the most part, usually it's more for a look, you know, so that's really it. I mean, but Mr. Tionoto he's got it all figured out, so he answered it for you. Interesting. That went well, right? All right. Call.me.aries. If you were a wrestler today, where would you start your career? indies aw nxt njpw or impact and why interesting i would probably hmm, i would probably start it in japan i would somehow some way try to get myself in a new japan dojo uh in japan and train there that's how i would try to start it because i think you'll come out of there more well-rounded than anywhere as and you'll have a pretty good in Hopefully with a company like New Japan that's what I would do if I Was younger and I could Afford it um, I I would not say NXT right away excuse me right away because yeah, NXT from A financial perspective which is vital For sure because you're going to make probably decent Money right away you know quick Via training and They're going to help you with housing and shit and You live in beautiful Florida that's great But you're basically taught like one way like it. it's i hate to typecast a, a lot of the young athletes coming out of there but you got a handful of the same trainers and they're all awesome talented guys but i just don't i feel like they're all in this factory the trainers and the talent you know uh and I know they got a UK school too that William Regal runs, which is, I think that's good because it just helps when you're out of that same environment, that same school all the time around the same trainers. Even though those trainers are great, I'm not knocking them. You got to be in a different environment. I just feel like they're cloning guys and girls at, with the NXT thing. So, uh, seriously, that's just how I see it. Um, I'm a little old school when it comes to that. That's why I think it'd be interesting If AEW ever gets to this point here Where they have some sort of a training system Because of the freedom they allow their talent um, To work, to wrestle I wonder how they would be I feel like they'd be the same way In regards to training their talent to wrestle They'd they'd have freedom And let them be more themselves Instead of being robotic So um, that's just my take uh, at Watkinson 1982 Hey Taz thanks for the free content Every week did Howard Fink, Finkel uh, mess up your introduction For your debut at the garden As uh, he started then Stopped as his mic Seemed to cut out was he told To uh, let the pop Play out the uh, hashtag RTG Hashtag uh, Jones is Jones Yes yeah no I I never I don't remember ever asking Howard that but I do think it was a Case where they maybe wanted to hear the people more, and they wanted them to lay out, uh, not, you know, not, not continue with the ring introduction. I think that's what happened. I don't think it was a technical thing. Um, I really think it was a thing where they might have been in his, his earpiece, possibly or gave him a hand signal. I don't think he was, I don't know if he was wearing a, an earpiece back then. I'm not sure. But, but there was, there's always something called a floor manager that you don't see on camera uh that gives hand cues to uh, ring announcers. That's how it was back then. Maybe they changed a little bit with IFB Jones. little inside chatter on the audio world right there for you. Uh, what else we got? Phantom, Phantom one. Who uh who would you hire for the new Mets manager? I say Gerardi or Bust. Uh hashtag waterbreak gin. Waterbreak Gin, nice. Um yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I want to see Girardi in there. I definitely want to see Girardi in there So um, I thought he was going to go to the Cubs But I'm right, drawing a blank Somebody else got the Cubs job Which you know, the guy was doing commentary I'm drawing a blank And he got the Cubs job So I'm glad see, Because Girardi's from Chicago Chicago I should say So right <clears throat> as I was getting records I know record this I know I saw something on Twitter That someone took that the uh, Took the Chicago Got the Chicago job And I'll get his name in a second I'm trying to remember um, But I want I want Gerardi. I think Gerardi knows New York. Um, even though you know all the years as the Yankees uh manager and all the success he had. You know, he's got a rep of not really being a players type coach type guy. He's a little bit of hard ass Jones, I think. But you know what? I think that's good. Uh David Ross. Dude, just got me. David Ross is the new manager of the Cubs. So um I'm kind of glad Mr. Ross got that spot because now I mean Gerardi Jones. He was just recently on Radio New York on WFAN. Saying that, I think he was still up for the job for either the Cubs or the Mets, and I can't remember where else he said. Anyway, it's your baseball chatter. Um, what else we got here? Irish Linda In your opinion, is this heel version of Jericho his best? And if not, which version do you prefer over the AEW La Champion? yeah no, I think chris is doing a great job i mean i couldn't i can't really go through the litany of things of what type of champ he's been where or what have you i don't i love chris he's my friend and and you guys heard him on my show him more than once and i but i it's tough for me to get into the whole thing of which runs are better. I know this run he's doing at his age. He's given a rub to to a lot of these younger wrestlers, more than you guys know, and he's doing a really good job. And when I saw Chris at AEW in Philadelphia, I flat out said, I said, you're the right guy to be the top guy here. You're the right guy to be the champion. I meant that when I said that to Chris, um, because it's a new company and because of his, you know, he's so recognizable from all the years of success in WWE and the big push he's had just about everywhere he's went. So... Um, you know, it, I think he is the right guy, and he is helping out the newer, up-and-coming talent that AEW has more than you guys know. I promise you that it's there. I'm telling you that. So, I love his run with the uh, little bit of the bubbly and all that bullshit. I think it's fucking cool, I think it's great. So, that's it. all right. Taz, show we're gonna go to break outside of break, we'll get going at you with a little bit more. Uh, Taz gimmick here, and uh, be right back. Hang on. Right, here we go we're back so jump right back into the uh, old taz hall for you right here gotta do a water break a little bit I'm getting a little parched when I was in that break I was contemplating taking a water break but I felt like I would be cheating on you guys like being a to you so I didn't do it so now I gotta sit and wait gentleman Jones that's me Chris underscore trap if given the opportunity would you ever manage anyone if so who and what would be your gimmick love the show and great to hear you again on dark looking forward to what you got up your sleeve in 2020 uh oh yeah i got some shit up my sleeve don't you worry about that bro uh at instagram he tags verified taz already Yeah, I got a guy who's going to help me get verified finally He's got connections with these people who say, what the fuck You know, Conrad, that bum Apparently he's verified His Instagram, because he's locked into everybody You know, Conrad Thompson The pod god, as I call him The king of podcasting Yeah I'm going to fight him when I see him again He's very tall You guys liked when he was on here uh, On my show last week A lot of positive feedback so maybe, maybe uh, my friend Karma and I do some more stuff in the future. You never know. Stay tuned, as the cliche goes. Um, I don't think I have answered your question. No, I didn't, Chris Trap. Um, if I ever was going to manage someone, yeah, I I would have no problem managing someone. It's got to be the right tag team or the right talent. Um, I got my eyes on a couple of talents in the old AE dub. That I was I would think of there were a couple of talents and you know in WWE also NXT that I But you know, it's hard. It's hard to You know, the the company's got to want to do that whatever company that is Hey, I want to manage this guy. It doesn't work like that They got to have some kind of creative concept and I an idea to have you be a mouthpiece for someone so There's a team in AEW right now that I do think I would be a pretty good uh, Connection with to manage but uh, they're busy right now, so I don't know. But uh, anyway, so that's a little tease Jones. So I really didn't give you a great answer. And thank you for your compliments on Doc. What else we got? We got Breaking Fred, your favorite alcohol beverage. Uh, this is from Freddie in California. Hi, Freddie. Well, if I'm going old school sometimes, like non-cigar, believe it or not, I'll go old school a little gin and tonic. I don't mind that. A little gin and tonic, what's you know, nice you know, on the rocks, nice ice. Jones, my old broadcast colleague, partner, uh, Mike Tenay, got me hooked on that. I mean, Mike Tenay's a big gin and tonic guy. I think he drinks it for breakfast, to be honest. Loves gin and tonic, but he he kind of got me when I was working in TNA with him, hooked on that. I'm also I don't mind a little Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke Jones, little you know, classic mixed drink, city. If I'm going a little dark, um. When I'm smoking a cigar, I do like a little cognac, uh, for sure, a little courcier, You know, um, a little cognac. And what I do is I take this cigar and I dip it in the, in the cognac, the part that goes in your mouth of the cigar, and you let it kind of marinate a little bit, just for a second or two, and then you smoke this. You take a drag on a cigar at, with the cognac. It's uh, you'll get a fucking buzz, I promise you. But it's a, <laughs> it's not for that. It's just it's smooth. It's just a relaxing way to smoke a cigar. It makes you feel like you're really, really wealthy. Um, so, for some stupid reason, but I'm I'm joking about that last part. Uh, anyway, uh, what else we got? Ben underscore Reese underscore fifteen. Hey Taz, long time listener here. What was your favorite, least favorite part about participating in AW Doc hashtag RTG, which is running the game uh, hashtag Fall River Mass wrestle there hashtag Verify this man and he tags Instagram yeah. I really have to be honest with you, uh, Mr. Reese. I don't, I don't really have a least favorite part. I had a fucking blast at AEW. I had a blast. They treated me like gold. I mean, I gotta tell you, they. I mean, for two days I was there. And, I went in the day early, and we had meetings and stuff like that, and everything, everybody, I I, I don't know if I said this. I might have said it in the past. I can't recall. So many of the production people that work there, I know. I've worked with either at WWE or at TNA, so that part was easy-peasy for me. Um, That's why, like, on the broadcast, you know, (laughs) doing doing it with Excalibur, like, I've worked with Timmy and Keith who run the truck. for so long you know either in wwe or in tna that you know keith with tna like with tim i worked on both spots but i, I know how to shoot stuff i know how to cut around stuff i know the counts it I, it all came back to me within like a minute of sitting down so when i did that just so you know not i excalibur and i, I should say when when we did that those, those matches on dark um we never um we had no rehearsal uh, we never, we met the day before um, I met him in the production meeting the, the, You know, at the arena uh, I'm sorry, I met him uh, yeah, At the hotel, I came in And and then saw so him at the bar The night, the hotel bar, the night before um, We had a drink Just shot the shit, sh- shoot the shit for a little bit We are watching some baseball Talking for maybe an hour, hour and a half I got to know him a little bit, he got to know me We talked on the phone, maybe on the weekend prior Just a quick conversation um, And then got to the arena Saw him there on show day Talked for a minute, two minutes That was it uh, He was busy getting ready for Dynamite Um, And then went out Called one match No rehearsal <laughs> The first match you saw Which was Joey Janela and Cutler Then I had to go backstage I had to wait for a couple hours for Dynamite To end, disjointed the Jones Then I went back out Sat next to Excalibur again and we called the next two matches You know, Lever Bates, Nala Rose, and then that awesome eight-man main event Uh, Young Bucks, uh, Cody and Dustin versus Private Party and Stronghearts And that was that So we really didn't have much time together uh, on that deal So, but he was great I got along great a little bit I know Excalibur, he seems like a super guy Um you know, I, I, so I have no least favorite part. I don't have to bullshit you. I don't work. I'm a free agent. I don't work for AW. So for those wondering, am I under contract? I'm not, I've had a bunch of people from the business send me text messages congratulating me. And I'm like, I, you know, I mean, things went really well. That's what I would tell these guys. But like I, 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 right now I have not, I'm being blunt. I have not signed anything. just being honest. So, um, that's where I stand right now Philly underscore Dan Taz do you think WWE does not mention you Or bring you back because You left on your terms EC3 is a perfect example Of someone that left on his terms And got over somewhere else He's talking about TNA obviously And then got buried a lot And now gets buried alive Oh he gets buried alive right That's no bullshit Bad, and they're taking a guy in EC3 Who's got a lot of talent, and they're just Yeah, it's bad, I do think there is Some validity to that, I do think And I've talked about that in the past a lot, Philly Dan Like, when you leave on your terms Because it's not often, I don't think they like that very much I don't, I I think There's just, it's uh, It's an ultra egotistical attitude Like, oh, how dare you leave us but you know, guys get and guys and girls get released all the time. But how dare you leave on your terms? You know that they never said that to me. But I mean, you know, maybe that's the reason why. Maybe I'm just ignored, and I'm fine with being ignored. It's all good. It motivates me. Um. Wow. Speaking of motivation, I mean, it's like how long already? Right or wrong? You know what I mean? <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm low here. So you might get Whistle Jones a little bit. A little low here. You heard the whistle. Oh, hold on. Oh, man. These How about the shirt, man? Fucking people. People buying the H2O Jones shirt? You're buying it? The water break shirt? TazShirts.com, jobbers. taz S-H-I-R-T-S dot com. How fucking easy is that? Brings you right to my gimmick page and get all your Taz Show merch. Buy a fucking t-shirt. Buy a hat. Buy all sorts of shit over there. Excuse me. So anyway. All right. Just in the comic. Do you think you'll work with AW again? Wow, Blunt Jones. I mean, this guy's not playing games. He's going right at me. I don't know. So, <laughs> be honest. I, I, I have a feeling I will. I don't. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I. It's like it's a tough question. I can't share like private business. I, you know, but I, I would assume maybe. Okay, that's what I'm assuming. We'll see. I don't know. I'll give you, I'm sorry, I just can't give Damn it, Brian, we shouldn't have took this guy's question Gambino 24 uh, Oh, fuck Let me Do that again Gambino 2004 R.D. Gambino 2004 Alright How was the AEW live vibe Compared to WWE and TNA you were smooth as butter. hashtag over like Rover hashtag RTG buy a hat. Yeah, the vibe was legit. <laughs> the vibe was look working there. That you know being backstage at a massive production that AW does. Uh, like I, I told my wife, it was like it felt like being at WWE. Um, just different logos around. I'm talking about the backstage feel and being out by the ring and as far as the big production feel in the big building. Um and it, a lot happier wrestlers to be honest. I mean that that that's a big part of it. People, it's just a different mindset there. Um, morale morale seemed better to just be honest with you. But the live vibe of the audience was red hot. It reminded me of back in the day, um, like ECW, but just a bigger crowd, just more people, just in a bigger building. Like maybe not as rabid as ECW, but it was it was pretty heavy. It was pretty you know. Pretty riled up audience, and then it was Philadelphia, you know, they're a hot crowd, so, you know We designed self, thanks for the free lunches Do you think you will make uh, the transition into dynamite commentary or sticking with AW Dark? Um Well, look, we designed self, right now, I you know, I, I'm not sure what, what I, Look, I... I don't know what the future holds For me with AEW at this moment as I record This so I can't say yeah Well now I'm going to transition out of dark And be on dynamite I'm not The official dark color commentator You know what I mean so um, I will humbly say uh, I'm game ready for anything In any company at any level And I've said that before and it's my I don't want to sound like a jerk but I'm confident in my abilities and a lot of people like holy shit you sounded really good and you haven't done this in like a lot of years look and like I tweeted someone I I do live radio every day I do a ton of podcasting tons of hours for a lot of years of this stuff and I follow the wrestling industry I'm a public speaker and I speak for a living so you know and I have a lot of experience as a color commentator in the pro wrestling world I'm also you know passionate about it i enjoy it and i had a lot of fun because i believe in the aw roster Uh, some people knock the roster which is perplexing to me i don't knock the roster i don't care if someone is 300 pounds or 200 pounds i don't care if someone's six five i don't care if they're they're five six i don't give a fuck if they could work and they're entertaining i'm fucking putting them over that's it I, i i don't give a fuck that i don't get hung up in that stuff that's just me as far as being on Dynamite, or being on Dark, or being on Raw, or being on NXT, or being on 205 Live, I, I, can, I can do color anywhere. It don't matter. I've called a lot of big shows. Uh, and again, it sounds braggadocious. I don't mean to sound that way, but I've, you know... Called a plethora of WrestleManias and Survivor Series and Royal Rumbles, and when Bound for Glory was super hot for TNA, all of those, you know. So I mean, I'm I'm I am i am i am used to pressure. I'm used to you know being on that stage. That does not phase me one bit. So it don't matter. I I I I just want like this is not this AEW doc is an awesome show that there. It seems like AEW is really passionate about, and that's what they told me when they called me initially, and we talked about it. And my conversations with Cody and stuff like that and and with the with the Bucks a little bit, to be honest. Like it just, you know, and Tony Khan, you know, it they they really care about this show. And you can see about it the matches they're putting on the show. You know, they're putting legit matches, like really good contest, you know? So AEW Doc's legit. And if I was the permanent person on that, um, as far as color commentary and stuff, um, I, I'd have no problem. I enjoy it. I think it's 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 a lot of fun. I love working with Excalibur, but I obviously worked with JR for a lot of years. So that's that to me. That's a layup. I can work with JR any day of the week. He's a pro. He's a he's a Hall of Famer for a reason, and he's a friend of mine. And we have a lot of experience together as partners on the air. Shivani, I've never worked with, but geez, Shivani's a legend. I mean, Shivani's great. I'm not. I I could work with Shivani with no problem. I mean, you know, he's great. You know what I mean? So. I love Tony. He's a great guy. I'm starting to get to know him a little bit. <clears throat> all the years, we never really crossed paths a lot. So, you know, uh, Kill for Klondike Bar. Okay. High Speed Jones. Uh, will you, this is how he starts the gimmick. Will you ever bless us with another E5L, hashtag Taz Show, hashtag RTG, hashtag E5L? Uh, He's got a lot. Hashtag Mizu Jones. He's got a ton. Uh, hashtag Elite, All Elite Commentator Jones. Hashtag Fuck the hashtags. He's got a whole bunch. So for some that don't know what E5L is That's Explicit 5 Live I've talked about that in the past I would have when the show was daily The Taz Show We do four segments The fifth segment was cursing We just cursed all the time Because we weren't allowed to curse on the other segments So we just cursed a lot of our segments Facebook Jones nonstop. Uh, yeah I'm fucking cursing now So I mean it's like This is kind of whole podcast is an E5L You know what I'm saying The underscore P dot A underscore show No question just wanted to say props on your AEW commentary. You haven't lost the step, man. Hashtag no hashtags needed. Thank you so much, PA show. I appreciate the love. Thank you, my friend. Evil Sir Two Four Seven. I just want to say it was a it was wonderful hearing you call wrestling again. Did it bring back the desire to return to the desk? Is this something you would do again if asked? Two questions, Jones. Hashtag RTG Hashtag water break. Well. Oh yeah, no, I, I I did an interview. I talked about it here. I, I I did a whole bunch. I'm not. I'm looking to. I'm not hiding it. I I want to get back in commentary. I miss it. I've said this for several months. I miss it, and yeah, I mean, I've talked to several companies, and you know, you just heard me with one of them, and that's one that I have a lot of respect for, and, and guys that work there in in high positions that I know and I respect. So, um. Yeah, no, I I would assume That your boy will be doing Some commentary, you know, in the New year, uh, someplace You know, we'll see where that is, you know uh, Yeah, no, I'm full throttle Jones here I, I, there's a good chance I'm breaking news left and right here, I guess A lot of breaking comments, but I'm not making a big Deal out of them, right? I talked about Where the Taz show might live in a different spot My content um, Something else, can't remember And I'll say this too. Hey, I don't know. In twenty twenty, if I want to go full throttle back in the wrestling business, then maybe I'm not in the radio business. Maybe I want to leave that. I might do that. How about that? All right. Uh, now that's out there. So uh, <laughs> I'm just telling you. Like uh, you know, I, I you know, um, you know, I'm an aggressive guy, and and right now, um, I have for a while to. I want to be back. In the business to a degree, so I'm, you know, I ain't gonna lie to you And I've said this, no shocker, you people that listen To what I'm saying, you you know, I've said this before JC underscore vibs. Good moment, Taz uh, Hearing you do commentary again Was like a blast from the past What did you enjoy most About your return to the table Hashtag the Taz show, hashtag we over, hashtag Verify Taz, he tags Instagram Well, what did I enjoy most At the table um, the energy, the creativity, this being spontaneous. What what a broadcast colleague, a play by play guy in Excalibur. Us being spontaneous—that no no hamster wheel, you know. Um, uh, that that's what I love about it. It's not. That's what's missing. Like I'll be blunt. Like when you do daily radio, especially sports radio, sometimes it just. The whole team gets caught in that—that that what I call a hamster wheel. I'm not a fan of that. Um, a lot of listeners like that, or listen to sports radio, maybe political radio, and it's like there's that there is that hamster wheel feel. When you are a play-by-player or call a commentator or just in the wrestling business in general, there's no hamster wheel. The creativity changes all the time. Things change. I love that, and I love sitting there, calling action, and I have no idea what these guys or girls are going to do in the ring. So. So JC, that'd be what I missed the most. Uh, that that might mean what I loved the most was doing that was to have that those memories come back. That's that spontaneity of the talent and then I could spitball stuff out there to you guys very quick as I watch that, because I ninety eight percent of what's happening out there. I can't speak for other commentators or play by play people. I don't know. I don't want to know. I want to be spontaneous, so it's organic. I've always said that the best I can, you know? And I did that with this, with, with a lot you know, a lot of the talent. And I did my homework on them. I knew that a lot of the names of their moves changed. Um, You know, uh, Dustin Rhodes with Final Reckoning, his finish, he changed the name of it. You know, Dustin and I have wrestled each other. I know Dustin a very long time. I consider him a friend. So so he's comfortable coming over to me and and saying, Taz, look, I'm going to get this over here, blah, 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 blah. And and he gave me the name, Final Reckoning Jones. Here we go. Let's go. And, you know, and, and so... I love that I love that creativity You know that that's what's that's what's awesome About the wrestling business the creativity Um you know B underscore Steady uh you sir were Excellent on doc last night Uh who's the guy if you Still were doing it Would you do a breakdown before breakout On hope uh we hear You on doc again soon Oh the bbb B. Hmm. Who would it be I mean Oh man So Breakdown Before Breakout Is a, a segment I used to do on the Taz Show And the Taz Show was daily where I would talk about Somebody that I feel Is going to be a breakout star And I was been pretty good on it Ricochet was a guy I did back in the day I think I did in Helico Tessa Blanchard. So Um <sighs> I mean, it's kind of, if you're talking AEW. I know you're just saying in general, I mean, I, I spitballed some of the young talents in AEW that I feel can be, um, that can be, you know, big stars in like one year, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I, that I hit, I, as far as like, I guess I'm assuming you don't mean AW, you mean in general, you know, um, I want to give you a good answer here. I'm trying to think of... I mean, I stay on top of the indie scene a little bit. Not as much as I should, but I do stay on it a little bit. It's hard because there's so many of them out there. You know what I mean? There's, there's really a lot. Um, I would say probably... Well, I, I mean... It, Josh Briggs, but he, the big kid. But he's, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say he's made it already, but he's doing well for himself. Uh, you know, he, where we've seen him with evolve and all the stuff he's done with Gabe's promotion, connected to WWE, obviously. So, I mean, he's a guy. He's dealt with some injuries, I believe, but he's a guy. I think um, in today's world, where a lot of the wrestlers aren't as big, it's more athleticism. He's a big guy who is ultra-athletic and moves great. So I think he's a guy that can definitely, you know, be one of those type guys. You know, I think Tom Lawler's a guy in MLW that has potential. I mean, we know his background, you know, in the shoot game, and in the MMA game, and and as, as a legit guy on the mat. But his pro wrestling is starting to translate a little bit to that. I do think he's a guy that has potential, Filthy Tom Lawler, to really, you know be a, be a star Like a star if you know because of his Athleticism and his shoot background uh, I think he needs to be Coached up by the right people in my Opinion and but he's Every time I see him work he looks like he's better and better In the ring I'm a fan of his work So it's not a knock on him you know what I mean what do We got it Mansane 8305 five. All right. Describe the feeling of walking Out for the first time in years you killed It hashtag welcome back Jones it was sick, dude I, I, uh, cry boy Jones, cry baby city I almost cried, like a little fucking baby Yeah, no offense to babies I mean, I didn't expect the ovation to, to be like, it was It was Really loud, and it was really It kept They kept clapping, and they sustained it And I'm like, I didn't know what to do I'm, you know, I was like, ah Do I just stand here like a schmuck? Do I go to the ring and just grab a ref And T-bone the ref? I, do I just go over to Fucking you know Excalibur And you know duck his clothes on The mafia kicker. what do we do you know so <laughs> You know it, it was awesome dude it was I I choked up Jones that's The word we're looking for Anybody that was there in Philadelphia man I appreciate it man really uh, Abrito14 what's up Taz what are your thoughts in On wrestling psychology I believe It's something that's missing in a lot Of wrestling matches today well Yeah, I mean, look, the old school to me, yeah, I'm a big believer in psychology, you gotta tell the right story But I also feel, this is where I'm more new school, there's definitely a place for physicality, crazy high spots that make people say, holy shit, this is awesome, I love it Stuff that doesn't look realist, I love it, I mean, I love to be entertained, I love that kind of shit I don't get, I was never big into selling, I was never good at it, I tried But you know what I mean, like so. To me, it's about entertainment first. It's about popping the people. You know that's that's important. I think sometimes the psychology conversation um, can get a little bit um, a little bit too muddy, and it gets a little too crazy. I mean, people are smart to the business now. I think today it's about popping the people and entertainment. Got to have some some sort of psychology for sure. I'm not like as I get older, I'm getting looser with it. To Be honest with you, um, because I see how the business is changing all these promotions, all these young guys and girls, what they're doing, it's definitely changing, you know. And I could see it, you know. What I mean, I know the change, I see the change, see it loud and clear. Well, it's have to see something loud and clear, you hear it, well, you see it loud and clear, you don't hear things loud and clear. Okay, take that part out of the podcast. All right, listen, I'm Taz, you're not, I appreciate all the love, guys. Be back at you here. Dropped a lot of news in this one. Jesus. All right. Listen, guys, thanks again for downloading. Subscribe. Do your shit. Go to TazShirts.com. Buy some shirts. Buy a bunch. All right, I'm Taz. You're not. Taz.
0: i'm back at home it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no grades we ordered the kids meal play ball us all day now i'm stuck looking at this instagram page but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now i've been wondering where the party at cause all of my